0: Hey Kevin. Hey Taylor. Guess what? What? We're gonna be doing a virtual live show again. Do I have to wear pants? Nope. Thank God I hate wearing pants. It's been hot. October 15th we are gonna be doing a virtual live show talking about the movie Super Troopers with our good friend Max Zaleski of Without a Cause Wrestling. He's not our height twin. He is definitely not our height twin. He is a great guy though. So you're gonna to want to check this out. Head to cultofsplat.com slash events or moment.co slash cult to get your tickets and uh, join us. It's only five bucks. What else are you going to do on a Saturday night?
1: You know, Taylor sometimes when you know podcasting and working and life just gets in the way i can't think about what i'm going to flambe or chiffonade or anything like that so you know recently i decided to look into HelloFresh because every week they send me however many meals i want because you know sometimes i'm just lazy and i don't want to think about meal prep and you know they send great meals and again it's pre-packaged easy to make and on top of all that it's cheap with inflation It's cheaper than going to the store and buying ingredients for two meals right now. So have you ever used HelloFresh?
0: I have because I hate to cook. I don't even know what chiffonade or whatever the hell you just said even means. Uh, What I love about HelloFresh is that they send you exactly what you need. If they say you need cabbage, then they send you cabbage. They say you need just this much honey, then they send you just that much honey. It's always perfectly portioned exactly what you need every time. It's amazing. I absolutely love HelloFresh and it saves my ass
1: from week to week.
0: Exactly. So if you're like me and you hate to cook, or if you're like Kevin and you love to cook, but you just flat out don't have time, check out HelloFresh. If you use our special link to sign up, which is cultusblatt.com slash HelloFresh, you can get 16 free meals. 16. That's so many. Not only that, you also get free shipping on your first box and three surprise gifts. Head to cultusblatt.com slash HelloFresh and sign up today. of splat i am your host taylor bartle joined once again by my co-host kevin nesgoda yo what's up not a lot it feels like i've been like it's been forever since i've talked to you yeah likewise i'm just like
1: you've been traveling i've been working multiple jobs (laughs) it sucks right now on this end (laughs)
0: Yeah, it was, it was so nice when you were unemployed and we could just text back and forth all day.
1: I know it was, wasn't it?
0: Now I got to wait like 35 to 40 minutes for an answer.
1: I'm constantly in meetings all day now. And yeah. yeah, and then I get, you know, some time after work to do work and then, you know, hop over and work on my uh, startup, which has officially launched. And... Yeah, now I'm trying to get money with that, and like we got, we're just like filled up with meetings there, so time doesn't exist, and neither does sleep at this moment. <laughs> work. <laughs> well, as you can work, tell work, by work, the bags under my eyes? <laughs> well, the, our listeners can't. Hey, Canada, what's up? Thanks for getting us in your top twenty.
0: Yeah, shout out to Canada for uh, for getting us up those iTunes charts, and of course, South Africa always coming through. <sighs> Rest of the world, to- where are you at? Yeah, where are you at? You know,
1: I do love Canada more than America, so yeah. Thank you, Canada.
0: Yeah, make sure you're going to Apple Podcasts and uh, giving us five star reviews, and just you, you know, putting putting whatever in the in the text box, anything you want. It it really doesn't matter, but uh, that w- it would help us out a lot. Say you love
1: Canada more than America too,
0: or say you love America more than Canada. I don't care; it doesn't matter to me.
1: It matters to me. It's-
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> so today, uh, once again, we are headed to college. We are we are going down south, down towards Kevin, because we are headed to Orange County. Oh, that's a little too far south for my liking. Uh, from 2002, directed by Jake Kazdan, or Kazdan, Koz, I don't know how, how to pronounce it. Kuzdan? Kuzi? It's definitely... It's definitely not Coozer. No, it's not. It's not Steve Coozer. <laughs> it's not Steve Coozer. Uh, no, let's see. Directed, directed Jumanji, uh, The Next Level, and Welcome to the Jungle. Um, walk Hard. Walk Hard. Uh, and uh, the new Doogie spin spinoff series. Oh, shit. I forgot that existed. Looks like some New Girl episodes. Oh, you saw on Freaks and Geeks. So, yeah, he's a, he's a working man. He's done some stuff. He's been uh, written by, Written by Mike White, who, of course, just did uh, Dead Man on Campus that we just talked about. Wow. He's like, oh, he's also in this movie. Looking at yes, his picture is. for the first time. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, Tomato meter score for this one is 47%. So, not, not terrible. Still under the threshold. Just be under better, that 50-50 mark. Yeah, uh, audience score 61%, which is bewildering to me. That's a little low, it feels like. That's what that's what I think. Uh, this movie introduced the world to Colin Hanks and uh, was also one of Jack Black's first films.
1: Definitely post uh, The Cable Guy, though.
0: Yes, and I think maybe post School of Rock. I think School of Rock came Not after. Sure. You might be right. But yes, the critics' consensus, okay. The critics' consensus says smarter than the average teen movie, but a little on the unmemorable side. Which I, I mean, obviously we're going to get into things, but I don't know how you can call this movie unmemorable. Although I will say, I did forget how much I love this movie. <laughs> when did you watch it? Again. Uh, yesterday. Okay. Uh, let's see. IMDb synopsis. And this one's actually pretty good. Check this out. A guidance counselor mistakenly sends out the wrong transcripts to Stanford University under the name of an overachieving high schooler.
1: Oh, no. That's actually pretty good. uh, Yeah, but it's also
0: like half the movie, but
1: (laughs) I would say like 80 percent of the movie. (laughs) But it's like, you know, the inciting incident of where the movie takes off.
0: Right. That's like. Man Lights Match holds dynamite. It's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Then what happens? Right. Does he still hold on to the dynamite or does he throw it? Well, there's only one way to find out. And that's to dive right in. Let's do it. All right. So, like I said, this is the movie that introduced the world to Colin Hanks. Of course, the son of Tom Hanks. And as I always do, I'm going to talk about Happy Endings because Colin Hanks was on Happy Endings uh, on the episode where Dave made his own uh, food truck and was selling uh, whore's bath cocktails out of it. And Colin Hanks became his celebrity <laughs> friend. Uh, I love anyway, that episode. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. And he's got his little uh, crony beans, I think was his name. who was yes. trying to find him Coke. Yep.
1: God, that's such a good Well, they're all um, good episodes, but this was a really good one.
0: and when he was talking about uh, doing entourage, the video game?
1: <laughs> was there actually an entourage video game? No! I didn't think so. What would that even like you be? Never <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. How would you make an entourage video game? Do you play uh, yeah, it? Just... Do
0: you play at E? <laughs> I would say you play as Vince and you just like go around and just bang girls without ever looking at them. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So uh, Colin Hanks plays Sean Brumder who, when the movie starts, he is writing to Dr. Marcus Skinner at Stanford university. And it's so funny because he's writing this letter. He's writing this letter and he says, you know, my name is Sean, Sean Brumford. Uh, I'm from a place called orange County. And this is not no the first time This is not the first time that they act like no one has heard of Orange County <laughs> It's not like he's from Utah they, they act like Orange County is some like podunk wasteland in the middle of nowhere um, Orange County is where Disneyland is
1: <laughs> Yeah, and it's also where all the rich Republicans in California live <laughs> They have two professional sports teams Oh yeah, they do can we really call him sport, you know, professional at
0: this point, though? Uh, I mean, technically, but fuck the angels. That's right. <laughs> so, um, Sean loves to surf, pl- play beach volleyball with his friends and basically just hang out and party on the beach.
1: It sounds like a typical OC kid.
0: Yeah, he talks about how he's he's really good at school but he gets easily distracted and we see him studying in the library and his his two like stoner bros come up and they're like or three actually at this point they come up and they're like dude there's there's 20 foot waves we gotta go and he's like well you know what about third period and they're like 20 footers bro screw your period (laughs) it's a tropical storm let's do this (laughs) i love that he says screw your period (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but so him him and his buddies go to Laguna to catch some major tsunami waves and their friend Lonnie who I don't know this actor's name but he was on Grounded for Life he was also on a show called uh, Reaper with Ray Wise oh yeah he like he these waves are just like they're literally like tsunami waves and he's just like you know YOLO runs out into the into the water
1: reminds me of the end of
0: Point Break yeah as this wave is 30 feet over his head he's just like righteous <laughs> and then he did and then he dies uh, Lonnie Thanks died major. Lonnie. Fun- at, at, the, at the funeral Sean is like Lonnie did Lonnie died doing what he loved eating foam in a major wipeout <laughs> he didn't like living he just liked wiping out yeah apparently so sean goes and he meditates on the beach and he's just kind of uh you know feeling that there's there's got to be more to life than this and that's when he finds a copy of marcus skinner's book called straight jacket and that's why he's writing to mr or to dr skinner now he says you know your book Totally captured what it's like to be a teenager, the excitement, the confusion, the horniness. And he's like, yeah, sometimes sometimes I laugh so hard I was going to I thought I was going to puke and die. And like, it's this this cheesy footage of Colin Hanks reading this book, just going. "Ah!" It's just this super cornball laugh. (laughs) And then he's like, other times I cried. I don't know if you can call it a montage, because it's I mean maybe it's but it's only like three clips. That's true.
1: It's like a mini taj. Mintage? A mintage?
0: A mentos? But he says other times I cried. And again, just like super cornball, tears streaming down his face. And he's like, ah, and his girlfriend comes up and tries to talk to him. He's like, it's just so sad. <laughs> And I think that's probably the first line in this movie that I quote a lot.
1: It's just so sad.
0: <laughs> it's just the, the the way you have to say it that way or it's just, it's just so sad. I can't do it like you. <laughs> uh, but he read that book 52 times over the summer and decided that he wants to be a writer.
1: At so that point, you writing, think you would memorize it and you wouldn't have to
0: read it anymore. 52 times in a summer? That's insane. You should, you should have that memorized. That's like multiple times a week. That's like four times a week. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a hell of a lot. But so he that's starts more writing. Than I read. That's that's definitely more than I read. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> uh he starts writing all day and all night. He sells his surfboard. Meanwhile, his his bros are just like let's get lit and jump off the roof of my house. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like these are those kind of guys.
1: So they hang out with their buddies from a uh, grind a few episodes back.
0: These guys, they would fit in with the guys from grind with the super duper skate team. Yes. Yes. Easily. <laughs> but Sean goes on to say, uh, I have the sneaking suspicion that my English teacher is illiterate and his, his English teacher is played <laughs> by Mike White. <laughs> He hands him back his paper and he says, "He says I noticed you used a lot of big words. Nice, good for you. It was a little long, so I didn't read the whole thing, but who cares? Because I gave you an A."
1: God, I wish my English teacher did that.
0: <laughs> he then says, "My uh, my brother Lance is perpetually recovering from the night before. His brother Lance is played by Jack Black. Uh, his girlfriend Ashley, who is played by Sissy Spacek's daughter, which I don't think I realized That's who that before." Is.
1: I didn't know that until now uh,
0: but he says that she is so positive it's hard to take her seriously and she's she's reading his story and she's like it's like really good like I think it could be a movie Oh,
1: that's nice
0: I'm curious how an author would respond to that if you actually told them that because like Depends I don't feel like that's the end game want. well yeah. yeah I feel yeah, like if they, they wanted, wanted like their like book to become seller. a movie they would write a screenplay
1: right Not have it butchered by a screenplay artist guy. Screenwriter. That's what I meant.
0: Screenplay artist guy. That's that's how they're in the credits, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) But he says Orange County isn't the best environment for an aspiring writer, and so that's why he wants to go to Stanford to uh, work with Dr. Skinner. Meanwhile, his college guidance counselor, played by Lily Tomlin of Magic School Bus fame, Love a good magic school uh, bus. <laughs> I, uh, I can't remember the teacher's name. I'm totally blanking. Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle, yes. I was going to say Frinkle, and I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> but she's looking over his transcript and she says, Oh, yes, you, you are a shoe in. You are absolutely going to go to Berkeley. And Sean's like, S- Stanford. She's Yes, Stanford. Stanford is where you're going. Good school. Stanford or Berkeley, Both. That's true, yeah. So, opening credits to the tune of Stabbing by Cake, a very 2000s song.
1: I was going to say, this is a very throwback and very good soundtrack, except
0: for one song that is so overplayed, but we'll get to that. <laughs> um, this song is perfect for the opening credits, too, because like the, the lyrics are adjectives on a typewriter. He moves his words like a prize fighter. Love social distortion. No, <laughs> that no, it story wasn't of my Social life. Distort. It was oh Cake. my bad. Oh, you're they right. They do they they do briefly play "Story of My Life" by Social Distortion.
1: Yeah, that was like the song that they played during the
0: m- mintage. Yes, uh, but so then he <laughs> Sean goes to the bathroom and he goes to open the door and he hits something and it's Lance laying in the bathroom floor. <laughs> And he's just like, what are you doing laying on the floor? And he's like, oh, my parole officer scored or scored. My pro officer scored. called. <laughs> uh, I need some of your Get urine scored. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, can I score some of your piss? That's where scored came in. I was just reading that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean's stepdad, Bob, is this old guy in a wheelchair uh, we don't really know what's wrong with him, but he like starts having kind of like breathing problems, and Sean's just like, "Did you feed Bob his pills? Feed him and, the pills."
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> his mom, played by the incomparable Catherine O'Hara, oh, I love God, this I love O'Hara. her so much. Oh, in she's everything. so good in just everything. Moira Rose, I don't and even attempt. She's to just like her accent from that. <laughs> <laughs> the bebe. <baby. laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the their housekeeper Lupe uh, quits because she's yelling at Catherine O'Hare, and Catherine O'Hare's just like, you know, you, you stole my Palm Pilot. You did. Race as much. Sean <laughs> in Spanish tells offers to double her pay. And she's like, time and a half on weekends? And he's like, see? And so she's like, and meanwhile, Catherine O'Hara is in the background going, yeah, it's over. <laughs> yeah, over your budget. Finally, she agrees to come back, but just for Sean, because she likes him. and But she's like, you know, you keep her away from me. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara is a mess in this. Yeah, she is a. Uh, yeah, she's a, she's a hot mess. But Sean tells her, look, the, the mail's going to be coming. I'm expecting a letter from Stanford, so please keep an eye out for it. And she starts getting real emotional. Because, you know, empty nester.
2: Although she's yeah, still got Lance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's never leaving home. Why would he? It's got so maid. he goes to school. He goes to school and he runs into the, his stoner bros, which apparently their names are Arlo and Chad, but they don't say that until literally the end of the movie that I recall. I don't remember ever hearing them say their names until the very end.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, they do have names. <laughs> yeah, Arlo and Chad, which of course one of them is Chad. Chad, you always have to have a Chad in a
0: surfing movie stoner guy. Yeah, but they're like, dude, it's, it's been one year. Since Lonnie died, like, we should do something. We should pull a killer prank. We should jump off something. And Chad's like, yeah, or blow something up. Logical conclusions. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, how you honor your friend's memory. So if you died, what would you want me to blow up for you in your honor? Uh, whoever murdered me. Deal. Avenge me. (laughs) I shall avenge your death.
1: What if it's me? Do I blow myself up? Yes. Okay. That's easy. I assume. (laughs) I've never blown anything up.
0: Uh, Let's see. Where was I? Oh, they decide they're going to have a surf in his memory, although Sean doesn't surf anymore. And Chad is like, yeah, Sean doesn't surf or skate or pick his butt. (laughs) Well, that's probably good. Especially in public. At least in public, yeah yeah uh, Sean and, and Ashley go to class. I'm not sure what class this is, uh, but Chevy Chase is the teacher. Good for him. And I Ashley talks about how they, she wants to save these seagulls that were affected by an oil spill, and Chevy Chase is like, you know, fine, but this is the last one. After this, we let all sick and endangered animals just die. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. And so then they start talking about graduation speakers. And Sean suggests Toni Morrison, uh, who won the Nobel Prize, who I think just fairly recently passed away actually. Yeah, I think a couple years back. Uh, But Chevy Chase is like, "Uh, Dana, didn't you say you have a cousin who's friends with Britney Spears? And this girl Dana is like, yeah, best friends. Friends. (laughs) (laughs) So then uh, they go to English class again, and the teacher holds up a copy of Romeo and Juliet. And he's like, who comes to mind when you think of Romeo and Juliet? Claire Danes. Yes, Claire Danes. Who else? Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, he was also in that movie. What you may not know is there was someone else who was involved in that movie. And in some ways, he's just as famous as Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) His name is William Shakespeare. Who that bitch? I love that he says, involved in that
1: movie. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't do anything else. (laughs) He penned a Broadway play that eventually became the Hollywood
0: mega blockbuster. (laughs) Then he says, some of the greatest movies are based on his plays. Hamlet, (laughs) West Side Story. The talented Mr. Ripley, Waterworld, Gladiator, Chocolat. Hold up. I have some questions. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure of your uh, accuracy there, Mr. White. Yeah, I I don't think Taming of the Shrew became Waterworld. (laughs) No, it became Ten Things I Hate About You. That makes sense. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Tanya, who was Lonnie's girlfriend, is saying, "You know, I don't." She's like, "Mr. Mr. White." I don't remember the teacher's actual name. But she's like, "Mr. Mr. White." My boyfriend it died. <laughs> it it might have been. She's like, "But my boyfriend died, so I don't know that I am emotionally uh, ready for Romeo and Juliet." And they're just like. Your boyfriend died a year ago. Like, stop. Cut the shit. Yeah. Cut the shit, Tony. Oh, wait. (laughs) Uh, All of a sudden, Cindy Sanders from Freaks and Geeks runs in. (laughs) and, And she's like, Tanya, you got into Stanford. And so Tanya starts jumping up and down and the song starts playing. And so Sean is just like, well, if Tanya can get into Stanford, then surely I can get into Stanford
1: anybody they're just letting anybody in at sanford right now
0: yeah so he calls lance <laughs> i i love this back and forth he calls lance remember this is jack black and remember he's perpetually recovering from the night before and uh he's like lance it's sean i need you to do me a favor and lance goes who are you looking for he Says it's sean <laughs> sean pick up the phone <laughs> Oh, he's not here. Hangs up. <laughs> so Sean calls back and he's like, Lance, listen, I just need you to check the mail. And Lance is like, okay, do I have to turn on your computer? What? Why? <laughs> I mean, maybe he thought email. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. That could Sean's be. like, Sean's like, just go to the front door. The mail will be in the mailbox Oh. Hey, Lance is like, he's like bouncing off the walls. He's having trouble walking straight. And he's just like, all right, but you owe me one, buddy. (laughs) For walking eight feet. (laughs) Yeah. He opens the door and he's like, yeah, it's here. So Sean bolts home. Lance is there watching SpongeBob. Sean's like, where's the mail? are you uh, sitting on it? Which, that's a lie. <laughs> I say to my girlfriend constantly, because she's constantly sitting on the remote. <laughs> Can she not feel that? Apparently not. Not until it all of a sudden opens stars. Because that's what it opens every time she leans on it. The one <laughs> thing we don't have. <laughs> well, son of a bitch. Because <laughs> when- we, we have, have a Roku, you know, got it's got the Netflix, Hulu something else in stars buttons and she always manages to find the stars button with her (laughs) ass
1: when when we first got Dawkins he would jump on our remote and every time it would go to like Comcast's um, smooth jazz station (laughs) like every time she's like oh guess Dawkins is a fan of smooth jazz I mean who isn't
0: (laughs) me (laughs) every time I you, I hear the word smooth jazz, and my mind immediately goes to Careless Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> Not Kenny G? I don't even know if Careless Whisper applies as smooth jazz, but that's where my mind goes. Yeah, I don't know. What
1: God damn, now that song's going to be stuck in my
0: head. Forever. I don't know a Kenny G song. All I know is na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. <laughs> (laughs) You know Kenny G. (laughs) Um, Okay. So yeah, Sean's like, are you sitting on it? And then he realizes that it's under Bob's wheelchair. So he like pushes Bob's chair back, pushes him into the bookshelves, this vase or something like falls and shatters on Bob's head. Poor Bob. Poor Bob. I feel so sorry for Bob this whole movie. Bob is treated like trash this entire movie. Yeah, and by all accounts, he's a good dude.
1: Yeah, we don't know. He's like rich, powerful, maybe, but he's not like an asshole as far as we know. As long as he gets his pills. Yeah, and he doesn't die. He's good.
0: Because like, you know, there's there's a part later that we'll get to where he like seems like a frightening person. But then like later in the movie, once he gets his pills, he's very calm and very Jovial. polite. Yeah. Bob seems I mean, like He a great cares guy. about everybody around him. Justice for Bob.
1: <laughs> yeah. Make that a shirt.
0: <laughs> so he opens the letter and it says, we regret to inform you that your application to Stanford University was not accepted. Oh. And he's like flipping it back and forth, looking at the back. He's like, this, this can't be right. And Lance is just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he laughs.
1: It was such a scary
0: laugh. It kind of chilled me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, But then he delivers probably my favorite line in the movie. Dude, you're overreacting. Look at me. I didn't get into college and check me out. I'm kick ass. That would scare me to go to anywhere. (laughs) As someone who didn't go to college, I use that a lot. (laughs) Nice. You're doing pretty well for yourself, though. Yeah, I'm a successful podcaster. Look at
1: me. <laughs> Check me out, mom.
0: I'm kickass. <laughs> but Sean says, "You know, I have to go to college," and they're like, "Why?" He says, "Cause that's what you do after high school." And Thanks, this is the capitalism. first moment where this is the first moment where Colin Hanks almost gets into that Tom Hanks shriek. But he's he not. He's not quite close. there yet. It's close. But so Mom walks in and she uh Sean says something terrible's happened and she's like is Bob dead? Did something break? <laughs> <laughs> like she seems more worried about something breaking than if Bob is dead. Not my vase. But so sh- you know Sean tells her he didn't get in and she says, "Well, you know, you'll just have to go somewhere closer. You can stay here with Lance and Bob and me." Aww. And that's when he's just no, like Mom. he's 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 like I got to get the fuck out of here. I can totally relate to that. <laughs> so he goes back to Lily Tomlin and she's like, "Okay, and are you a student here?" He's like, "I'm Sean Brumder. I'm class president." Who? And uh, she's like, "Okay, well, where else did you apply?" And he's like, nowhere you said i was a shoe in and she's like not even a safety school and he's like you said shoe in <laughs> and she's looking at his transcript and she says mm, no your gpa is 2.5 and sats are 940 no that's low Jesus. he's 940 like, he's like no i had a 1520 and he goes Damn, and looks this at the transcript smart, and- <laughs> i don't even know what's good what is good
1: Um, basically anything above 1100 is like, you know, upper echelon. Like 1600 is perfect. So 1520.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good then. But he looks at the transcript and he's like, no, this is, this is not my transcript. This is Shane Brainerd's. And she's like, and you are? He's like, Shane Brumder. (laughs) And she's just like, hmm. He's just like. You sent in the wrong transcript? And then we see this oh, Shane no. Brainerd guy who is a, just a stoner burnout. He's like goes up to his friends who are just smoking behind a door. And he's like, you guys, I got into Stanford. I applied as a joke and they let me in. I'm freaking out. <laughs> uh, and Lily Tallman is just like, you know, you're screeching at me. And Sean says, because you are a moron! And he like puts his hands on her shoulders and so she knees him in the nuts. Really hard too. <laughs> she needs your nuts! <laughs> Down he goes. <laughs> and then she, she takes off running and she's like, Code Red! Call 911! Code Red! Call 911! Uh, this is when Kevin's favorite song starts playing for the first time. It is <sighs> Butterfly by Crazy Town. You know, the world's Come a better on, you place. Were, you were into <laughs> yeah, this was, song at the time,
1: though. Oh, yeah. I karaoke it once.
0: <laughs> everybody was into this song. Yeah, everybody yeah. was into this song when it first came out.
1: It was. And then they overplayed it, like, in those first six months. Like, this is the greatest song ever made. Jesus Christ, quit playing this fucking song. 20 years later, oh, my <laughs> God, I still hate this fucking
0: song. <laughs> yeah, like you said, they overplay it just in this movie.
1: Yeah, I think they played it like three or four times.
0: Yeah. But so we see Dana, who of course is cousins with Britney Spears's her yeah, is cousins with Britney Spears' best friend. And she's like, uh she's like, guys, I got into Yale. Well, that makes sense. Uh, let's just, Yale lets a lot of stupid just, people in. Let's just say Dana does not seem like an Ivy League type.
1: No, she might qualified for cosmetology school maybe straight to waitressing but not one of those places that ro- involves her like roller skating she would die
0: she couldn't <laughs> do two things at once I'm not even sure she can walk and carry food yeah uh, so Sean decides he's going to go to his dad's because his dad is filthy rich and he's going to ask him to make a, a big donation to Stanford to help him get in oh thanks dad so he goes inside, and he's got this little half-brother that runs up to him. He's just like, who are you? He's like, I'm Sean. I'm your brother. He's like, I want my pooty." What the fuck is a booty? Uh I, I think it's a pacifier.
1: Oh, I just assumed he shot on the ground, and he wanted his turd back. <laughs> <laughs> he seems but, like a kid who would be into that.
0: Yeah. This kid's mom is none other than Leslie Mann a very young and hot Leslie Mann indeed and she's still hot Uh, also indeed Uh, but she starts yelling at the the little kid she's like I don't like your attitude the kid yells back I don't like your attitude (laughs) it's good parenting Leslie Mann so Sean's dad is John Lithgow who is one of the best actors of this or any generation oh phenomenal he's like probably in my top five easy yeah he's great uh maybe all star I think there's a chance that he will be an all star I know of at least two off the top of my head yeah well, I haven't looked I haven't looked to see if this is on his Rotten tomatoes, but it should be he's a big enough role,
1: yeah he has multiple speaking parts and kind of you know a big part at the end too,
0: yeah, but he's on the phone with somebody we don't know who, but he's just like, if you do this, I will eat your face. <laughs> But so Sean comes in and tells his dad uh, that he wants to be a writer and he's just like a writer? What do you have to write about? You're not oppressed. You're not gay. Ooh. And Sean's like, not all writers are gay, dad. And he's like, well, they're all poor. And Sean's like Tom Clancy, Stephen King, Anne Rice. <laughs> and the cow goes, three people in the history of literature. Nailed it. Like, those are the only three people who ever made money writing books.
1: Well, you know, while they are alive, I mean, go back to this, you know, Shakespeare guy. Did he make a lot of money when he was alive? Uh, he probably did. He, he probably the did.
2: Bible
0: too. <laughs> he, he wrote a lot of plays. A lot. Um, But he tells, Sean tells his dad, I don't care about making money. And this just, like, does not compute with John Lithgow. <laughs>
2: It and almost breaks him. I, I, yeah,
0: he's like, I, I built this empire, which I don't fully know what he does. I think maybe real estate.
1: It ha- yeah, I think so because he said he un- owned half of Irvine.
0: Yeah, but he says, you know, I've built this empire and I, I want to leave it to you. And Sean's just like, well, I'm not interested. I, I want to be a writer. And Lithgow says, well, but before this, you wanted to be a pro surfer, so it's kind of hard to take you seriously.
1: yeah it sounded like me when I was like a senior in high school (laughs) I wanted to be a pro wrestler I wanted to be a rock star anything that wasn't a real job is what I wanted to do play play in the NBA yeah I wanted to be a doctor Uh, but then I went on
0: a ride along and I saw blood and I was like nope (laughs) so Sean tells him you know what I don't need your money basically tells him to fuck off Takes off. John Lithgow looks out the window and he sees Leslie Mann flirting with the gardener. He's got a um, leaf blower and she's like rubbing it with her feet. And the dude's like (laughs) 60 and he's like balding and he's kind of a fat guy guy too. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I put in my note, toes on the hose. (laughs) He's like, what the goddamn? John Lithgow goes, what the fuck? (laughs)
1: <laughs> gotta keep the pg-13 rating reel it in i'm not the trinity killer yet and yes this movie is on his rotten tomatoes and also i want to know how the fuck cliffhanger is not rotten <laughs> it's a 67 percent.
0: that's a good that's a good question do you see he, all-star status in his future
1: no actually
0: no no only two
1: Yeah, only two. Damn. Yeah,
0: I mean, we could pull some strings. We've got enough movies we actually want to watch first. You know
1: what? I think we know. Okay, there's one I haven't put on the list yet that I'm going to put on the list, and it will get him to all-star status. Okay. You have to tell me off mic what
0: it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also stars Leslie (laughs) Mann, if that helps. No, it doesn't. Okay. So Sean goes back outside and Ashley has rescued this dog that was um, – oh, uh, okay. The, rescued this dog that was out on the PCH, which is the Pacific Coast Highway. We call it the PCH here. And the dog – she you know, puts it in Sean's car and the dog starts just eating his interior. And I just – I so badly wanted Colin Hanks to go, not the car. Don't eat the car. <laughs>
1: I was hoping he would. Like I heard, like as soon as it happened, like I heard Tom Hanks' voice
0: in my head, like saying yeah. that line. That would have been such a perfect homage, and that it would have only been. we would have gotten.
1: Yeah. There have been four people in this world, and we would be half of them, and the other ones were in the movie. Exactly. It would have been great yeah, if there the was others- like Tom Hanks in the background, like Clinton, and he just shrugs
0: <laughs> after the last <lion's> lever. <laughs>
1: The other two are Colin and Tom Hanks.
0: Yes. (laughs) So, um, Ashley tells Sean, she says, you know how you told me that every night you would pray that you get into Stanford? Well, I got to admit, every night I would pray that you didn't. Or no, she says, last night I prayed that you wouldn't. And he's like, why would you do that? She's like, well, I didn't think it would work, but, you know, now you can go to OCU with me. I'm like, there's no OCU.
1: (laughs) There is not. There's no no universities in Orange County.
0: There's UC Irvine. Yeah, I said no oh, real universities. <laughs> but there's definitely not an Orange County
1: university. No, I
0: think UC Irvine's the biggest one there. But uh, Ashley says, you know, to make it up to him, she's going to talk to Tanya because Tanya's grandfather is on the board at Stanford. So. She goes and she talks to Tanya and Tanya's is, is... Initially, she's just like, I'm not going to waste my grandfather's time. So, you know, deuces. But Ashley, Ashley goes and talks to her in private and she says, you know, I would do anything for Sean. Even if that means breaking a promise to a friend. And Tanya's just like, what are you talking about? And Ashley's just like, Halloween, Dana's little brother. Oh, and God. we see... <laughs> We see Tanya hooking up with Dana's little brother, who's like 14. If that. Yeah. I, I'm hoping early high school, so this is not really creepy. Regardless, it's really creepy. It's true. But Tanya is just like, everybody knows about that. And she's like, or Ashley is like, okay, but they don't know about Lonnie's memorial. And we see her hanging out with Arlo and Chad, and they're all just drinking and Arlo's just, or I think Tanya says it first she's like I, I miss Lonnie and Arlo's like yeah I miss Lonnie too and so she starts kissing Arlo <laughs> and Chad's just like yeah man I, hey I miss Lonnie too bro
1: and she starts she, she turns this. and just
0: yeah she turns and starts making out with Chad and so they're having the old uh, holy triumvirate there yeah the Eiffel Tower probably happened at some point yeah the golden gate <laughs> <laughs> Um, but and then Ashley says, "You know, and and what about Promenite? And we see Tanya just puking into a toilet, and this janitor walks by, and it's this like old woman, and Tanya and, yeah. just starts making out with her <laughs> right after she got done puking in the stall. Yeah. <laughs> I the janitor had some gum no shit so when we cut back to real time Tanya is now already on the phone she's like hi Grammy it's me Tanya is grandpa there (laughs) so Ashley tells Sean you know good news he and his wife are going to come by your house at five and Sean's just like wait my house do you know who lives at my house So they they go back to Sean's house and Lupe is wrapping Bob's head because he's bleeding from the vase landing on his head. Profusely.
1: <laughs> yeah. <It's> like <laughs> Ric Flair five minutes into a title match.
0: Catherine O'Hare is like, that's right, just cover his whole head. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a skull fracture, but we'll deal with that later. He's 90. So Sean comes in and he's like, mom, you might want to put on something more, you know, she's like, what? He tells her, you know, these very important people are coming. And she says, Sean, you can't expect me to just drop everything that I'm doing just to entertain some strangers. He's like, drop what? What were you doing? And I love she just goes, Uh, (laughs) ah, she's like, I can't think of a goddamn thing I was doing. (laughs) And Sean's like, every time I have to rely on you, you you start acting like a total lunatic. And she's like, oh, so now I'm a bad mother. Yeah. And she's like, I have sacrificed everything for you. I sacrificed Damien for you. He was beautiful. Was Damien. And Serbian. <laughs> her tennis instructor. He was beautiful. Right. <laughs> And, S- and Serbian Ser- and when your father left I almost married him and if I had we'd be living in a condo clipping coupons and eating lunch meat but instead I married Bob I had sex with Bob four times for you for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know at that point I would just be like you know mom our relationship just can end here because you put in some you put an image into my head That's never going to leave. And I'm never going to want to be naked again. I am going to shower in jean shorts for the rest of my life.
0: But Sean's just like, money can't buy happiness, mom. And she's like, oh, grow up. Yes, it can. (laughs) And he says, you and dad both have money and you're miserable. And she like pipes up and she's like, did he say that? Um, Did he say that he's miserable? Please tell me he's sad. But so Sean says, can, can we just have one hour? One hour with no nervous breakdowns and no big scenes and no Meryl Streep impressions. I'd like to see Catherine O'Hara do some Meryl Streep impressions, actually. You know? Yeah. But she's like, okay, but I'm gonna need a glass of wine. There's some Chardonnay in the fridge. Yeah, some Chardonnay, what of it? But so then Sean goes to Lance and he's like, Lance, I'm gonna need you to just stay in your room. Lance's like, why? John goes, because you're an embarrassment. And Lance goes, oh, okay. Okay.
1: That
0: makes <laughs> sense. I see no lies here. But so um Tanya's grandpa and his his wife show up. Um God, I don't know The these grandpa, answers, but I, think this, but was, I wish I did. Uh, was Gary Marshall. Gary Gary Marshall and um Ah, uh, damn it I don't remember her name she was in the Adams Family movies her, uh, Dana
1: Ivy is her real name
0: okay yeah I don't know if I even knew that but they come in and <laughs> Catherine O'Hare comes down the stairs and she's like hello hello <laughs> <laughs> already hammered on Chardonnay <laughs> must be a strong Chardonnay and she like goes to introduce herself and burps right in the middle of it. Sounds and about so they're right. they're sitting on the couch and they're having this conversation. And Catherine O'Hare is just like, you know, the last few years have been hard. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> I just I love the way she delivers that where she's just like, ah, you don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Ah, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell you anyway. <laughs> She's like I, I helped my former husband start his business and then you know he starts screwing around. He left me for this 20-year-old. I walked into him in at uh, them in a hotel in Latoya in La Jolla. La Latoya. Latoya. Latoya Jackson was there. It was really freaky. <laughs> apparently it was cuz apparently she had him naked and handcuffed to the bed.
1: No, oh, he's I one of know. those
0: guys. <laughs> when she says this, you see Sean just his head just drops. <laughs> It's over. Like, oh, God damn I'm it. Going to
1: Stanford. I'm never going to Stanford.
0: <laughs> but Catherine O'Hare is like, you know, and then I remarried and this new one starts falling apart. <laughs> it's just one shitstorm after another. And then all of a sudden Arlo and Chad arrive. <laughs> and they like step in the door and they're sp- speaking at full volume saying, you know, in Lon- Lonnie's memory, we're going to go push his board into the ocean. Chad's like, yeah, blow it up. (laughs) And Sean's like, guys, look, I I would love to do that with you, but I've got some very important people here right now. So, and they're like, oh, more important than us? More important than Lonnie? Do you think you're better than me? They're like, this is like his birthday, bro. Like his death birthday. (laughs) It's uh, such a stoner line. Oh, I know, but I love it. Um, Arlo's like, sorry we in- intruded on your little tea party. If you need us, we'll be out in the van picking each other's butts. Or I guess Chad says that. Chad says, if you need us, we'll be out in the van picking each other's butts. And Arlo's like, yeah. And Chad goes, yeah. naked. And Arlo goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so something switched on for Chad during the uh, the three-way. It it cracks me up that picking each other's butts is okay for Arlo, yeah. But doing it naked is a bridge too far.
1: Yeah, it's like you know what? You can do it over the clothes, but not underneath. Yeah, no, that's that's got a hairy ass
0: or something. Yeah, that's way too weird. Um, and that. I don't know how many of my friends know that I'm referencing this. When I say that there are often times where like my friends will say something and I'll just go naked. <laughs> <laughs> what? But so what's the one thing missing that could make this, this afternoon, even more of a disaster. Jack black in his underwear, Jack black in his tidy whities Oh no. <laughs> he comes out. and He's just like, Hey, has anyone seen my piss? So like, if, if I don't get that, I'm, I'm gonna be in real trouble. And uh, Mrs. I didn't write down their names. Tony's uh, grandmother, Gatner. Yeah, there's Mrs. some Gattner. really weird last names in this movie. Yeah, ones I've never Brander, heard before. Durkett, Gatner, Herbert, English Brainerd. teacher. Yeah. <laughs> But she she had a glass of wine, and so she goes to take a drink of her wine, but she actually lifts up the little cup of piss. And
1: you know, it's funny. You can see the cup of piss on the table through the entire scene, and it's, like, capped the entire time until now.
0: Oh, really? I I've never noticed that.
1: Was, yeah, I picked it up for the first time today. I'm like, oh, there's this piss. It's still by the table. That's great. Oh, at least the cap's on it, because I was thinking, oh, they'll probably knock it over, and chaos will ensue. So she had to, like, pick that up, unscrew it, and just toss the cap away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Luckily, she does not drink it. She <sighs> notices beforehand. And she, like, you know, kind of freaks out and drops it, throws it. And Lance is just like, you know, oh, I need that. He's like, somebody has to fill this up, or I'm going to jail. And Sean is just like, Lance, you need to get out of there. And <laughs> Lance turns around and hucks the couple against the wall. <laughs> And then Catherine O'Hare is like, I'd like to Pertose a toast. Pertose a toast. <laughs> Protose a toast. Uh, she says, Sean has always been a wonderful son. And, you know, I, I just want him to be happy. And then, like, she starts to take a drink and she just goes, I'm going to be all alone.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like my mom. Suddenly, suddenly there's this pounding on the glass screen door and it's Bob <laughs> He's outside, just like ah. <laughs> he's inside. They're outside at this point. He's just like ah, yeah. screaming and pounding on the glass door.
1: just like him mom. Him? You have
0: to, you have to feed Bob his pills.
1: Not have him take the pills. You got to hand feed it to him.
0: So Sean goes to Lance, and he's like, Lance, where are Bob's pain pills? And Lance is like. Um, first, first, he does this cartwheel over his bed, which is just classic Jack Black. Yeah. And he's like, let's see, pain pills are yellow. They're in the Excedrin bottle. And Sean's like, no, no, I, Different. I, I, I need. <laughs> he's like, no, I need Bob's pain pills. And he's like, not Excedrin. And Lance is like, yeah, that's a decoy. Yellow's painkillers goes in the Excedrin bottle. And All he's right. like, okay. And he's like, no, wait, I sold the pain pills. He's like, yellow's not painkillers, it's uh oh, it's ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, nice. Then he gives him these other painkillers. God God only knows what they are. He's like, here, just give him these. These will work. And then he and then he drums on his belly. He's just like It's not the only movie he does this in either. <laughs> no, that's another one that's just classic Jack Black. But so the what is it? Gantner? Gantner. So the Gantners are leaving. They're they've they've seen enough. Sean chases after him. Mr. Gantner is just like, look, your mom's a drunk, your brother's a pervert. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this old guy. And Sean's just like, no, look, I, I love Bob. I would never do anything to hurt Bob. At this very moment, Bob's wheelchair rolls down the hill backwards <laughs> and slams into the Gantner's car. I was waiting for like one of the windows to explode out yeah or like his blood to like go all over the window or something yeah Bob's dead but Mr. Ganner says uh, he says you will never go to Stanford as long as I have a breath in my body watch Ooh. your fingers he like rolls up the windows and Sean's fingers just like slide as the window goes up and Bob's like what happened and Sean goes you went for a ride Bob <laughs> Sean then goes out to the pool and just Falls face first into the pool It's over Fuck it Yeah I don't know if he's actively trying to Commit suicide but he's he's done If it happens it happens uh, Lance take, Takes off his socks and then jumps in But like the way he jumps in Is he just like runs It's it's like Wile E. Coyote When he's like running and then the ground is gone And he's still running yeah, it's like, it's hard to
1: explain, but it's so funny.
0: Yeah, it's fun to do. To just see how, like, how fast you can run your legs in midair before you hit the water. I don't go very far. <laughs> but Lance tells him, you know, you, you should sue the school. No, you know what? You should just go to Stanford anyway. Say, I'm going here. Kiss my ass. <laughs> and, and Sean's like that's actually a good idea. Like, not that, though. <laughs> not that one. But if I go... <laughs> yeah, yeah, not that, though. <laughs> He's like, if I go to Stanford and talk to the dean of admissions and explain to him what happened, he'll have to let me in. And Lance is like, I can get you there in three hours. That... Orange County to Orange no. Stanford. How long should that take? About eight.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's... But yeah, Lance is... Yeah, it's about six, six and a half from where I am.
0: Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So three hours California is big. insane. <laughs> Let's do that math.
1: You you continue talking. I will map it.
0: Okay. So Lance is driving in his Bronco and he's, he's like speeding like crazy. He's swerving in and out of lanes. And he's like, I got a question for you. No, I got something to say. I got these ideas, man. Like, it's just so many ideas just burning through my skull. I, I, I want to make hats and shirts like Stussy. Did you know that Stussy started out making shirts for surfers in Hawaii, and now he's a millionaire? He parties in Hawaii.
1: All right. So, their um, average speed would need to be 135 miles an hour to make it in three hours. <laughs> that Bronco doesn't do 135.
0: And that, and that's average. Average um yeah then he's like you know i i could make a shirt like a shirt that just says like loser or i don't know like like talk to the hand
1: all good ideas
0: <laughs> or, or they were or like hat, when they like were a, originally a, done he goes or like a hat like a big old hat that just goes
1: Beow. oh yeah like a santa hat <laughs> what, is that, what does that mean i, I totally pictured santa hat or one of those top hats that Marshall wears in How I Met Your Mother that kind of floats over a little bit. The big funk the hat.
0: Oversized one? Yeah, the funk hat. I want to beat it with a bat.
1: <laughs> the whole funk, nothing but the funk? But,
0: yeah. This whole time Lance is just talking a million miles a minute because who knows what drugs he's on. All but of he's them. just like, you know, some little, chumps, some little chumps go to college, some little chumps stay home, some little chumps have roast beef, but this little chump's going to go wee-wee-wee all the way to the biznank. All right, then. And Sean is just like cowering behind his fingers, you know. And Lance is just like, I love you. We don't say it enough. And it's true. And it's not the drugs. Not the drugs. But so they get to the dean of admissions office. They talk to the receptionist. It's And she's like, guys, it is 1030 at night. The dean is not here. So they go to leave. Ashley's like freezing. So Lance gives her his coat. And Lance is like, all right. This 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 won't stand. I'm going to I'm going to break in there and I'm going to get a uh, directory because like, I'm going to go break Ooh. in, come back with the directory. And so he takes off and Ashley's like, he's probably listed. You could just call information. Oh, what's the fun in that, but though? It's too late. Lance is gone. He's already trying to climb in a window, which thusly breaks and he falls into the office. Uh, where the receptionist is, or no, she comes in, sorry. And she's just like, What are you doing? I love this this scene so much. Oh, it's so Lance good. goes, Lance goes uh, hey cutie. She's like, What do you want? He says, question is, what do you want? She says, Do you want me to call public safety? He says, Do you want me to get naked and start the revolution? and she's just like just like stares at him and he goes I'll take that as a maybe
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's not consent that's not consent that's not consent
0: (laughs) (laughs) but so they go to the dean of admissions uh, house and he is played by the late great Harold Ramis R.I.P.
1: R.I.P. and probably future hall of famer in some aspect, I believe. Maybe. I don't know. His movies might be too good. Yeah, there he there's a lot of good Harold Ramis that we could, had to leave off the list. We'll
0: have to go back and look. For sure. Yeah. But he's he's going to Bali with his family. Like, he's his kids are running around acting all crazy. So, he says, all right, you got five minutes. And so, Sean is telling him, you know, they, they sent the wrong transcript. And so, Ramis says, all right, well show me your transcript and sean says ah i left it in the car i'll be right back so ashley reaches into the pocket of lance's coat and she pulls out all these pills and the dean is like oh i have a splitting headache can i possibly have one of those oh no so she she gives him a little yellow pill out of the excedrin bottle yellow different (laughs) Uh, we see John Lithgow goes and he visits Sean's house. Catherine Hare <laughs> answers the door, and Lithgow goes, "God, you look like a beast." <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddamn! I love Lithgow. <laughs> She's like, "What do you want?" He's like, "I need a drink. You got any beer, Coyote Ugly?" <laughs> <laughs> so back at the dean of admissions house, he says, "This is this is a great transcript, but." You're too late. You missed the deadline. There's not really anything I can do.
1: But you're the dean of admissions.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, his wife is yelling at him. So he's like, you know, hang on one second. Goes to see what she wants. Ashley's like, what is with your brother and aspirin? Like, does he get a lot of headaches or something? Back at the house, John Lithgow is sitting on the couch and he's just like, what is this? What am I sitting in? (laughs) And Catherine here goes, relax. It's just urine. (laughs) Okay, And L- yeah, Lithgow's like, oh. Probably Bob's. And he's like, it's fine. No, it's Lance's. Oh, well, I know. I'm just assuming he thinks it's Bob's. It's an oh, old guy. He, he asks, he says, how's Bob? And she's just like, Mm-hmm-hmm. how's what's her face? And Lithgow's like, yeah, she's sleeping around. And <sighs> Catherine Harris is like trying not to laugh in his face. <laughs> but he's like i can't talk to her she, she doesn't play tennis she's not a good mother she's not like you i'm like good Catherine her just like oh oh hey do you do you want another beer like so she goes into the into the kitchen to get him another uh, another beer and he follows her and he he says look sometimes i leave the office and at the, at the end of the day and i get in my car and 15 minutes later I'm here parked in front of this house and it's totally out of my way. And it's very annoying. I made a mistake. I'm tired of paying for it. I want you back. And, uh, she's just like, you are such an asshole. And then they start fucking in the kitchen. (laughs) Right against the fridge. Um, yeah. So, uh, Ashley tells John that she, gave the Dean of Admissions on an Excedrin. And Sean is just like, Excedrin, okay, that's painkillers. We're okay. No, wait. Oh, no. We just gave the Dean of Admissions three hits of... MDMA. <laughs> Harold Harold Ramis is coming back down the stairs and he's like rubbing his, his chest and stomach, <laughs> rubbing his sweater vest. He's like, hey, this feels good. And I think now might be a good time to head to... The Splatterpiece Theater. All right. Do you want to be the dean of admissions, or do you want to be Sean? Actually, be no, the... I want to be the dean of admissions. I'm taking. Oh, I'm God taking the lead on up. this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Let's see. So. Okay. Where? where? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. All right. Where were we?
1: Well, Mr. Dirkit, to me, Stanford's not just a school. It's my entire reason for living. Every night before I went to bed, i prayed pray that I'd get into Stanford. And it worked really hard. And when all my friends were out there having fun, I stayed in and I studied. That's good.
0: That's, that's what you have to do. 82%. Wait a second. I like you. What's your name? Sean. 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 I like you. I do. I don't know why. I just like you. Thanks. I feel so good. Is it me or is it like hotter than hell in here? Can you help me? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I can. No. There's no time. I'm leaving. Going to Bali. I'm going to Bali with my family. I love them so much. I need water or I need to lie down. Hey, before you do that, Sean, you're my same height. That
1: is neat. Yeah, it is. Hey, listen, uh, let's go to your office and you uh, can add my name to the acceptance list before you go to Bali. Sounds good. Sounds good.
0: Yeah. And scene. scene. So um, They're, they're on their way to his office. He the dean tries to climb on top of Ashley. (laughs) He's just like, You are so beautiful. (laughs) And she's just like, oh no, 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 no. Oh no.
1: (laughs) This is not consent. uh, This is not consent. This is not consent.
0: (laughs) Then got it. Sean says something, I don't remember what it is, but then the dean starts trying to kiss him and climb on top of him while he's driving. Yeah, the dean gets his kiss, too. <laughs> we see Lance and the receptionist. They are postcoitus, smoking a dube. And, uh, you know, Lance is telling her what they're doing, that, you know, Sean wants to get on this list. And um, or that he wants to go to the school there. And she says, I hope he's on this list, because this is the list of people who are admitted for next year. And Lance's is just like, ah, oh, they didn't let him in, the jerks. And then he sets the list on fire. <laughs> and this receptionist, just like so calmly, is just like, don't do that. Don't do that, no. But Lance is just like, when I was little, I was a total pyro. And she's <gasps> like, too. I was too. And he puts the list in a garbage can right underneath the curtains. And the curtains start lighting up you know she's basically just like-
1: the same thing happened in my high school <laughs> somebody got in trouble they wanted to go in they broke in burned their like permanent record because you know it's not stored anywhere else and <laughs> burned the oldest high school building in the state to the ground
0: jesus yeah anyway um yeah, so the, the curtains go up. There's on fire now. And she's just like, put that out, man. And Lance is just like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but so Sean, Ashley and the Dean arrive. And by this point, the entire building is just engulfed in flames. We see Lance and the receptionist walk out the front door in their undies. <laughs> And then just kind of like walk off to the side, because where else are you gonna go? And put off uh, the the fire. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because <laughs> when you're uh, off fire, you're not there.
0: Sorry, out of sight, out of mind. Um, the fire trucks arrive, and we are introduced to Fireman Ben Stiller. <laughs>
1: I loved how Ben Stiller had, like, a cameo in just
0: about every goddamn movie in the early 2000s. Oh, I know. Um, Kevin, for the first Kevin. time ever, I think we need to go back to Splatterpiece Theater. Back in time? No, not back in time. We just go back to the theater and we do the gimmick again. Oh, Okay. All right, so this time, I will let you choose. Do you want to be Ben Stiller, or do you want to be Jack Black Lance? Um, I will be Ben Stiller. Okay, then first line is yours. All, All right. right.
1: Do me a favor, back that engine out. We got a knockdown. That's negatory, Julio. I need you to wedge that popper. Hey, what's your name? Uh, Joe.
0: John. What is it? Joe John. Your name's Joe John? Johnston Johnston Joe you want to tell me what happened here just the fire I don't know I came by and I was checking out the fire
1: well that lady Mona said that you two were in the building when
0: the fire started yeah she's a liar because I don't know her so whatever she says is a lie so you're saying you weren't in the building with that woman not I All right, she started it, all right? Because she was like, I hate my job. I'm going to burn this mother down. I said, you better not. You better not. She said it was an electrical fire. It was. It was a total electrical fire. It was like uh, the switches had sparks coming out and the sockets. It was like 4th of July. Why aren't you wearing pants, Joe? Uh, I tripped and then I had to take them off to run faster out of the flames. I think I inhaled some smoke. Will you excuse me one second? I'll be right back.
1: We've got a sprinter, five foot five, no pants, unkempt, portly, <laughs> and seen. I've been using the word unkempt a lot the past couple of days.
0: It's a good word. It really is a good word. Um, i I had to do a second splatterpiece theater just because I love the way that Jack Black delivers these lines, especially "You better not, you you better, better not." not. <laughs> that's a line i quote a lot you better not you better not also just i hate my job i'm gonna burn this
1: mother down (laughs) oh i think i'm about three days away from that
0: (laughs) but so we see them we see a police officer putting the dean of admissions in the back of the car and he's just like gritting his teeth like he's peeking at this moment and we hear the cop go, this guy thinks he's the Dean of Admissions. I don't know why,
1: but I just wanted him at that moment to start looking in the window. I thought he was gonna. like That
0: felt like the thing to do, right? Right, yeah. I think uh, Super Troopers ruined us. Yeah. Lance runs up to Sean and he's like, Sean, dude, it was so psychedelic. I light like, one match and the building blows up. <laughs> and Sean's just like... Dude, what is wrong with you? And he's like, "I was just trying to help." I was high. And Sean's like, "You're always high. You think you're going to start a t-shirt company you can't even dress yourself." Ouch. Um, ouch. Bro. Yeah. But so Ashley goes up to Sean and she says, you know, what like what what is all this? She's like, "You you, you don't want to go to Stanford to study with Marcus Skinner. You want to run away from your family and your problems and me." And if you go to Stanford, that's the end of us. I don't think you realize that. And she says, if you think going here is the only way to be the person that you want to be, then I feel sorry for you. Ouch. Yeah. And then she just walks away Damn. and bails on him. Meanwhile, Leslie Mann has shown up to pick up John Lithgow. She's got uh, Jake is the, the little brother's name. He's in the back of the car. John Lithgow comes out wearing Catherine O'Hare's robe. <laughs> <laughs> And he's just like, look, I want a divorce. You can have the house. And she's like, well, what about Jake? He says, I thought we could share custody. She's like, okay. Great. Can you take him tonight? There's a new club in Newport that's supposed to be totally bitching. And of of course, my brain just went, yeah, she's just going to get there, though, and have to yell at the doorman. Yeah. (laughs) You're just a doorman. Doorman. (laughs) <laughs> that look hurt. at you too. you you're old she's pregnant can't have a bunch of old pregnant bitches running around
1: here <laughs> oh
0: such a good movie I love Craig Robinson me too he's the best but yeah back to this movie she's like I think this is a great idea and then she like drives off and she's just like woo <laughs> no kids like, I'm single she's a woo
1: girl <laughs> Oh, man. Imagine if she put a cowboy hat on right at
0: that moment. <laughs> just a tiny one? Just a tiny one. <laughs> tiny cowboy hats would only be worn by tiny cowboys. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> but so Sean is just wandering around the campus, and he runs into Monica Keena. Oh, hey. Of Freddy vs. Jason fame. She starts talking to her about the book she's reading, and she's like, Oh, are you an English major? He says, No, I, I don't even go here. She's like, Oh, just visiting? He's like, Yeah, something like that. I'd be like, but why she's like, the fuck are you here, kid? Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird, man. You, yeah, you stalking somebody or you just like to hang out on college campuses? But she's like, I'm going to a party. Do you want to come?
1: Yeah, like, yeah, let's, you know let's bring the creepy kid to the party. <laughs>
0: But so they go to the party, she runs into her friends, one of which is Lizzie Kaplan. I I thought that was her. And she's I like, think, Lock me up
1: because I am horny. E, oh yes, Lizzie Kaplan, I'm sure you are. I think the other one was Alexander yeah. Breckenridge, the maid from the first season. no way. Of, of uh Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. She's uncredited, according to um IMDB. She plays Anna, and I assume that Anna was the other girl with Lizzie Kaplan, because
0: it it did look like Alexander Breckenridge. You know, I thought she looked familiar, but I didn't get a good enough look at her to really kind of figure out who it was. Oh, yeah, it totally was her. Totally was her. She is from one of the best episodes of Psych.
1: I don't think I've seen that episode. Scary Sherry? You haven't seen Scary Sherry? Dude, I've seen like one season of Psych.
0: I need to like get my ass in gear and watch. What the whole are you doing night. with your life? I don't fucking know anymore. I'm tired. You need to watch all of Psych, including the movies. Yes, sir. I'll add it to my homework <laughs> list. Oh man, yeah, Psych is one of my favorite shows of all time.
1: I know, and I I keep slagging off. I watch Ghost Adventures during the day and. My Kevin! Life. No! I know.
0: I know! I'm but, stupid. So, I'm a moron. It's a college party in 2002. So what song comes on the radio, Kevin? I fucking hate my life.
1: <laughs> come Butterfly! My like, come, come, my lady. You're my
0: sugar. Butterfly. Baby. Mm. I fucking hate that song. Uh, but the girls do not because they have the same reaction to the boys in Grind when um, Young MC came on. They're just like, It's our song, dude! At least the Young MC
1: song is good.
0: <laughs> but they have this whole choreographed dance break to this fucking song.
1: Everybody had a choreographed dance break to some song in the late 90s, early 2000s.
0: It's true. I did not. Um, did you?
1: You and your friends have a choreographed,
0: choreographed dance break? No. Yeah. Me and my friends listen to Ska. Like, if we had a choreographed See, dance break, it was just, it was skanking in a circle.
1: I was about to say, were you skanking in a scur- circle around your bed?
0: <laughs> did you hang out like, with some guy named Sammy? The, <laughs> all of a sudden, the pie tasters come on, and we're just like, it's our song!" Yeah! Yeah, fucking Real Big Fish. (laughs) They've
1: never played Real Big Fish on the radio.
0: (laughs) But Sean is just like, what the fuck am I doing here? And he like goes to leave and suddenly he hears a familiar voice. Hey, I know that lady. He hears the the voice of Nat Faxon. Who else? (laughs) This was his first movie. Ever. Ever. He done. He's done. T- he did TV before this, but this was his first movie. I think if we went solely by IMDb credits and not Rotten Tomato credits, Nat Faxon would probably be like king of the cult of splat.
1: Yeah, because he's in, he's already been in one, which was his next movie, actually chronologically, but like our third episode, Slackers. But mm-hmm. he, he's in one, two, three, four. Five, six, he's in seven more
0: of our movies. Seven more? Seven more. Not counting the two we've already done. (laughs) No, oh no, sorry, seven altogether, so he's in five more. Oh, okay, but are they on his Rotten Tomatoes? That I don't know, it's on his IMDb.
1: And that's just after a quick glance.
0: Uh, But yeah, Nat Faxon is chatting up Ashley. She's kind of loving Nat Faxon. She says, I'm from Orange County. And he's like, oh, I've heard of Orange County. It's like, yeah, everyone's heard of Orange County. There's an international airport.
1: (laughs) And there's a big show going on right
0: now called The O.C. Don't call it that. (laughs) Sorry, Tony. That's another thing. Arrested Development took place in Orange County. (laughs) It did.
1: And... I think Nat Faxon was on an episode of The OC as well. No, somebody in this cast was on the OC. I can't remember who it was though. I don't know.
0: But just to reiterate, Disneyland is in Orange County. It's right in the heart of Orange County. But Nat Faxon, much like Sean, wants to be a writer. Uh, But he is actually—he's a screenwriter. He's got this idea for a TV show. Uh, it's about vampires, ostensibly, but really it's about the unif- reunification of Germany. <laughs> what the fuck? Also his, also, his name is fucking Kip. Yeah. Kip Sop? <laughs> Scissor me, daddy ass! <laughs> no one's going to get that. <laughs> uh, but she Ashley is just like, oh, my boyfriend wants to be a writer and he's just like your boyfriend Uh, hold on how did you not see that i was hitting on you (laughs) yeah how dare you let me continue to hit on you (laughs) but sean has been up on the balcony at this point eavesdropping and he falls and he's just like oh hey ashley who's who's this guy and he's like oh i'm kip and ashley's just like let's go inside kip and i was like oh sean you, you messed up now. She's going to go spite fuck Kip.
1: Yeah. And spite fucking
0: is the best fucking I've heard. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask if you knew from experience, but.
1: No, no, no. I've never been on that end.
0: Uh, I, I haven't that I know of. <laughs>
1: To our exes who have uh, are listening to this podcast, can you please let us know if we were a spite fuck? Thank you. <laughs> Taylor will tell you the email later.
0: <laughs> so Sean suddenly sees Marcus Skinner instead of chasing after his girlfriend who's going to go spite fuck Kip, he decides to chase down Marcus Skinner. <laughs> so what's the
1: worst that could happen with Kip? He's wearing a turtleneck in the summer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true. But Marcus Skinner is played by Kevin Klein. Sean oh, chases him down, Tom and he's so like,
2: good.
0: "He's like, you're you're Marcus Skinner." He's like, "Yes." He says, "You're a good writer." Full thanks. Skinner's like, "Thank you. Bye." See a crazy and Sean child. Sean like Sean runs around in front of him, and he says, "I'm obsessed with you." And I'm just waiting for Skinner to just like fucking mace him or something at this point. Like,
1: oh, that would have been so
0: funny. <laughs> But he's like, not in a sexual way or a romantic way, just just your writing.
1: I just want to he tie says, you to a writing. bed and
0: break your ankles. <laughs> but he says, you know, I'm I'm a writer too. I sent you my story. My name is Sean Brumner. And He's like, oh, Orange County. He's like, you you read it. He says, yeah. Um, my only criticism is that you need an ending. And Sean's just like, yeah, I I don't I don't know how to end it. And Skinner's like, and well, you know, maybe I, yeah, they are. You, you kind of just keep rambling until you figure it out. And then you're like, okay, yeah. now gotta go back and cut this. There goes 95 pages that I wrote. But Sean says, you know, I, I didn't get into Stanford. So, uh, I, I can't, I can't work with you. Um, You know, I, I want to be a good writer, but I'm afraid that if I don't get out of Orange County, it's never going to happen. And Skinner tells him, you know, you don't have to worry about being a good writer. You are a good writer, and every good writer has a complicated relationship with the place he grew up, like Aberdeen or Enumclaw. (laughs) A lot of my writing does come back to Aberdeen, but
1: not so much Enumclaw. (laughs) That's good. You're kind of weird. I'd worry what you'd write about. (laughs) Well, there's
0: one thing that sticks out in my mind. But Skinner tells Sean, what I took from your story is, even in a world where people can be superficial and stupid and selfish, there's still hope. And suddenly, a light bulb goes on in Sean's brain, and he takes off running.
1: Where's he going?
0: I assume he's going back to Ashley, but suddenly he hears, Sean! Sean! And this water (laughs) bottle hits him in the side of the head. It's Lance, and he's just like, hey we got to go right now. We're going to Mexico, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I can get there in three hours. And Sean's just like, oh, oh, okay. We'll go, but we have to go get Ashley. Lance is like, she's fine. Some dude will pick her up and give her a nice bed to sleep in. (laughs) It's like, that's not comforting. No, that's not what a boyfriend wants to hear about his girlfriend. Especially when she's with some douchebag named Kip right now. Yeah. Blance just like, we got to go or I'm going to prison. So you go get Ashley. I'll get the Bronco. And he like rolls down this hill, ass over tea <laughs> kettle. Meanwhile, Kip is still talking to Ashley and just boring the shit out of her.
1: Like, how did he not close? How are you back outside? Yeah, you went inside. Why would you bring it back outside?
0: fucking kip kip does not know how to close but the bronco pulls up and lance is like ashley get in, get in the bronco and she's like sean i'm mad at you and kip like steps up and he's just like why don't you leave the lady alone like somebody <laughs> punch that guy
1: has net vaccine aged all on the last 20 years because i don't think he has
0: dude not much not much he looks like he's like 40 perpetually <laughs> yeah but Lance is like he starts like you know Cyrano Bergiac Cyr- Cyrano and Bergiac no what's the Shakespeare one? Oh fuck um right is it Cyrano and
1: pass <laughs> can I pass oh, where's the dude you know, no, where where's bother. the third guy on the podcast from last week what happened to him where's he at
0: yeah really um, but Lance is just like you know uh, apologize to her Sean's like I'm sorry <gasps> oh, yeah you know what I'm talking about yeah and, shit. You know, Sean's, just <laughs> Sean's like I'm sorry and Lance's just like no no say it like you mean it and so Sean's just like Ashley I am so so sorry I, I would never knowingly hurt you and Lance's just like tell your lover tell your lover and Sean kind of pauses for a second. He's just like, I love you. I love you so much. And Lance is just like, okay, he loves you. You love him. Get in the Bronco! <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> and so they, they go and they peel out. And then Ashley and Sean are getting ready to fuck in the Bronco. But Lance is in the back seat. Oh, no. And Ashley's just like, you know, she's like, I don't want to do this. Like Lance is right there. And Sean's just like, oh, don't worry about him. He's passed out. Watch this. Hey, Lance. Lance. Lance! Lana! Lana! <laughs> Danger
1: Stone.
0: But so they, they start going at it again, and then we see Lance, like, open one eye, <laughs> do the Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> I want to watch my brother fuck. Ugh. Gross. No. Uh, Cyrano de Bergiac, right? Is that the right that's thing? That's it. <laughs> Dubursiac. That's what I was missing. Yeah, yes. Is that the right thing? Am I think? Am I thinking of the right thing? That's the new the other question. Now that I have the name right, is that the right thing? I believe so. Man. Okay. Um. Yes. Yes, it see- is
1: because they basically redid this with Steve Martin's
0: Roxanne. Yes. Yes. Okay. See? We got Shakespeare. It. I brought it back around nope. to Shakespeare, like from, from from earlier in the podcast, remember? Yeah. yeah Bringing it back Julia around. <laughs> the, the, the chocolate guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he <in> didn't <red> chocolate.
0: <laughs> uh, back at the house, we see John Lithgow. He's on the phone. He's negotiating with someone. He's like, look, here's how this works. You ask for something outrageous, like a new gymnasium, $40 million. I counter with $200,000 for a medicine ball and I was like a medicine like one medicine ball
1: a uh, single how does a medicine ball really cost
0: two grand But he says 200 grand what kind of medicine ball is that the nicest one they have
1: the one from the US government to help us keep aliens under wraps
0: wait <laughs> yeah is it the uh, the nuclear medicine ball yes <laughs> but he's he's yelling on the phone he's like you're not hearing me so <laughs> the bronco stabbing. pulls up arlo and chad are parked out front in their van and she has just like dude sean you'll never guess what happened last night arlo professed his undying love for me <laughs> and arlo's just like no what happened was i woke up And Chad was fondling my... And Chad's like, I lost my keys. I was looking for them. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And Sean's like, do you guys want to come inside? And they're just like, "Okay, all right. (laughs) Like they had never thought about coming inside. (laughs) We're just going to sit here in the van and chill. But so they go inside and they see uh, Lithgow and Catherine O'Hare there. And Lithgow's like, glad you guys are here. Uh, we need to tell you something. Last night, your mother and I, we, uh, well. And Lance is just like, you banged mom? You bow. <laughs> I was like, that's not the word I would use, but yes, we came together. <laughs> I, love that's the, so much the, worse. I love the way that Jack Black goes, Ugh. <laughs> It's like a little disgust, but also a little proud and a little happy. It's
1: like, yeah, my parents are getting back together, but no.
0: Uh. I'm disgustedly happy at this moment in time. Blithka says, you know, I I donated money for a new admissions building at Stanford. Apparently the old one burned down. I wonder how that happened. And Catherine Harris is like, we did it. We got you into Stanford and Ashley, like clearly, you know, remembering what she said earlier about how if you go to Stanford it's over for us, she's just like Congratulations, Sean. That's that's really great. I'm gonna
1: go call Kip. (laughs) I'm gonna scissor him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But Sean, you know, he's suddenly is like, I thought about something. You know, if Faulkner had left the South would he have written A Light in August? I don't need to go to Stanford to be a writer. All I need is the people who inspire me, like my family and my friends and you, being Ashley. Aww. He says, so I'm, so I'm going to stay in Orange County. And so we see him writing to Skinner again. He says, you know, I've, I've learned that Orange County is the perfect environment for an aspiring writer. And so I, I left your book down by the beach hoping that it'll inspire someone else.
1: Where Chris Farley promptly picked it up. No, that didn't happen.
0: (laughs) No, what did happen was Chad and Arlo are getting ready to blow up Lonnie's board. They're arguing over who's going to get to light the fuse. And Sean grabs the board and takes off. They're like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going surfing. Yeah. And
1: that's the end of the movie. They should have done like a fist pump freeze frame. (laughs) yeah all right the band's back together
0: Uh, like i said earlier i i love this movie and i forgot how much i love this movie i was watching it yesterday and i was laughing my ass off
1: (laughs) it's a good one
0: you do you enjoy it as well i take it
1: i i very much enjoyed it like I saw it, we rented it on DVD, like when it came out on DVD way back in the day, and I don't know why, but I've totally forgot about this movie, and I actually thought I hated it. Really? Yeah, this is this, I watched it today, and today was the second time I ever watched it. Or the second time I've ever watched it. And I was like, what the fuck did I watch that I hated so much back in 2002?
0: <laughs> Man, I... The thing is, I think so much of what makes it great is the deliveries. Oh yeah, the deliveries like, are awesome. the The lines, regardless, like yeah, the lines are funny, but the way they're delivered by Colin Hanks, Jack Black, Harold Ramis, uh, John Lithgow, just yeah, John Lithgow. I the um, you look like we're a we're the same height. <laughs> we're the same height. That is neat. I love saying that. I love saying that is neat. That with is that, like Upward inflection.
1: Uh, next time we just, go to uh, Disneyland and we're standing in line, and there's somebody around our same height, you should do that to them
0: <laughs> and see the reaction. Just, hey, just, hey, bu- hey, buddy, you're my same height. That is neat. I'd be like, "Whoa, you guys are height twins."
1: <laughs> I'd just be like, "Yeah, man, cool, yeah, cool." I'm gonna. I really don't have to go to Space Mountain this bad. <laughs> Do me
0: a favor. Don't talk to me anymore. (laughs) Don't even look at me. Um, so let's 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 just look at a couple of negative reviews. Nell Minow of Common Sense Media says stupid movie pushes boundaries of PG 13. Um How? uh, Does this guy say it pushes my boundaries? There's, yeah, there's, there's no, no, there's no, like, there's no, there's not really much of any swearing. There's no, it, no like, sex. There's none. I don't even think they really say shit in this movie. Yeah. Like, you see people making out. That's as far as it ever gets. Right. Um, yeah. I, I'm i not sure who common sense media is, but that's. Um, it sounds like, you know,
1: one of those people that, you know. Mitt Romney would donate money to or
0: something. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Peter Bradshaw of The Guardian. This is mostly weak stuff with a timid and reactionary final message about how it's better to stay in your hometown rather than go for a big city college education. Uh, Hey, Peter, tell me you didn't understand the movie without telling me you didn't understand the movie. The point was not – that you should stay in your hometown and not seek higher education. The point was to be happy where you are and to make the best of your situation.
1: How did he miss that? When, why is he doing movies?
0: Uh, let's see one more. Um, second generation. This is Mark Halverson from the Sacramento news and review. Second generation, Hollywood wrestles with, but never truly pins down this big hearted, broad and often flat comedy. Go fuck yourself. That was that was just a dumb one. I don't even know what is like. What that that was such a boomer review. <laughs> yeah, provide some feedback there, boomer. Yeah, like say that like the well, second generation Hollywood. It's like, oh, because it's Tom Hanks's kid, we're supposed to like it or something. Like, fuck off. Um, let's see. Let's let's read one positive one too, shall we? Yeah, I like this. Just to end on a high note. Uh, let's see. Danielle Salzman of Salzy at the Movies. Orange County could have been a formulaic teen comedy, but Jake Kasdan and Mike White steer the ship in the right direction. Actually, no, this is the one I want to end on right here. Corey Woodruff, 615 film, a pristine coming-of-age tale and the exact movie every writer in their teens should watch before they go out and embark on the craft. I like that one. So, yeah, that's Orange County. I strongly recommend recommend it. Like I said, I love it. If if you love Colin Hanks or Jack Black or John Lithgow, like these are comedy icons. I mean, Col- Colin Hanks calling him an icon is a little maybe a little preemptive, much. but uh, he's got a bit I mean, go. Lithgow, Catherine O'Hara, they're legends. Jack Black is a he's he, if he's not a legend yet, he's a legend in the making.
1: And there's um, goddamn Nate Faxon in this, or Nat Faxon, and of course Harold Ramis. Yeah,
0: the man, the myth, the legend. RIP. Uh. If you like things that are good and funny, then go watch this movie. It's on Stars, of course. (laughs) Hey. Um, Or I think it's, it's like five bucks to rent, if that. Like maybe three or four. I paid three bucks for it. Yeah. It's absolutely worth a rental, if not a purchase. Strong recommend from me. If you enjoy it, or if you just enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed our recap, Like I said at the beginning, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. If you can put something in the text box, it does help. It's not to to feed our ego, it's to feed the algorithm and help us move up the charts. Uh, Tell us uh, your favorite part of Orange County. The county, not the movie. Tell us uh, uh, what you would do on your buddy's death birthday. Tell us who your identical height twin is. Yeah, because... Use their real name. We don't know them. Unless we do. <laughs> we might I That'd be kind of weird. And yeah, there's a good if chance. Yeah. We actually might. If you, if I mean, if it's one of our friends doing the review, then we might know who the person. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's not Max. He's not our high twin. He's definitely not our high twin, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, if you're listening somewhere else, just give a, a five-star review. Uh, Real quick. And also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Cult of Splat. You can also head to cultofsplat.com. We're going to be doing a virtual live show with our friend Max Zaleski. Oh, hey. Without a Cause Wrestling. Uh, We're going to be talking about the movie Super Troopers. Tickets are only $5. So go join us. It's on October 15th. cultofsplat.com slash events or moment.co slash cultofsplat to get tickets. Uh, You can also follow me. I'm on social media as the Taylor Bartle on Twitter and Instagram. Kevin, you are.
1: I am Kevin Neskoda on the Twitter, and I am Neskoda D U H on Instagram.
0: There you go. Hit us up. Love to hear from you. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, see ya. Okay. Bye. Bye.